Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, Lorene and Tony Giorgio. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Welcome to Living with Victory, where life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to have peace, joy, and victory in the midst of your storm, because Jesus is your umbrella. Hey, hi, this is Tony Giorgio. Welcome to another edition of Living with Victory. We are so thankful that you're tuning in. We want to bring you the program of Thanksgiving, and I think it it should be something that will bless you. And now, I think without further delay, we will get into our programming with my wonderful sidekick, Laureen, who has the scripture of the day, thankfully. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, wow, you can tell it's the season. Can't help it. But she will have the topic and the word for the day. Hey, good morning, Laureen. Good morning, and good morning, everyone out there. I hope you're all doing well today. If not, hopefully after this message, your spirits will start to soar, and you will start to feel joy going through your soul. Joy unspeakable and exactly. full of glory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm starting with Colossians 4, 2. Be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life. This is about the power of thanksgiving. Both being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. Okay, we are going to be celebrating Thanksgiving in a short time and we love to get together with family and I guess just eat ourselves into oblivion. <laughs> it's the one day we kind of say, oh, yeah, we could just yeah, like go and have that. anything we want, you know. <laughs> but there is more to Thanksgiving than that. And Thanksgiving should really be 365 days a year, 24-7. That's a lot of turkey, honey. <laughs> Not for eating, <laughs> oh, oh, but oh, okay. for feeding our our souls and for feeding our minds so that we can renew our minds. God has given us a weapon of being grateful. A lot of people don't realize that is a weapon. You know, Satan wants to keep us down, looking at our problems, uh, making us feel like everything is wrong. Oh God, how am I going to get through today? And, you know, but God doesn't want us to live like that. Now, I have to say that I woke up feeling a little bit like that one morning. One morning? Particularly. And <laughs> I was having my coffee, and I was looking out of my dining room window, and I was saying, okay, Lord, thinking about 
everything in my mind. How am I going to get this done today? And this, how am I going to fix this? And, you know, and I happened to look over to the right side of the window and I saw my four dogwood trees, three white and one pink. But now, of course, they're turning such beautiful oh. colors of red and just gorgeous. Hey, and we did send you the pictures of our yard with the dogwoods and the changing of the leaves. So if you're in an area where you don't get that this time of year, take a look at them because it's such a blessing to behold. Well, as I said, I was looking out and I, I was looking especially at the dogwood and the white oak tree that's there because there is a dogwood that started to grow under the 200-year-old uh, white oak tree there. And I thought, how good God is to me and how much I have to be grateful for. See, because he knew how much I loved the dogwood tree. And every time we planted one, we had to move. And I never got <laughs> to see it bloom. Never. I never even knew the color of the flower. And now looking at these beautiful dogwoods, I saw his hand in them and realized how he had blessed me with four beautiful dogwoods, not just one. And like I say, three white and one pink. And he even threw in the 200-year-old white oak for yeah, good measure. Do, do you remember real quick when, on, when we first moved in, our neighbors thought we were going to cut it down? Yes. And it had it, it been historic. I mean, the, the sweet lady that lived just near us, uh, she was in her 80s, God bless her. She's gone home to be with the Lord. She remembered playing around the do the, the She oak. rode her horse She rode her pony dog. around it. Oh, wow. <laughs> You know, his word says, if we diligently seek him, he will give us the desires of our hearts. That's what a personal, precious friend and God he is. Each one of us has a special thing that we just enjoy. And like he said, he wants to give it to us. He's not trying to hold anything back, but we have to acknowledge him and let him know we love him. And when we pray and thank him, that's telling him that we do love him. But, you know, when it comes to the blessings, he doesn't yell it and say, hey, look at the blessings I've given you. Yeah, right. <laughs> he wants us to realize them for ourselves. And to do this, we have to pay attention and look for them. Yeah. Then we will know his goodness and his blessings. The other scripture that we do want to read is Psalm 92. I'm going to read the first eight verses, and Tony will read the second seven, because this psalm is David expressing himself you know david was running from saul for 15 years he had people out there trying to kill him he had more enemies than you could count this was written for their sabbath during the service yes this is what they recited i'm glad you reminded me of that because yes it, it and let me tell you it is good to do that on the sabbath but as I said, this is really good to do 
every day. Every day. It is a good and delightful thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises with musical accompaniment to your name, O Most High, to show forth your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. With an instrument of ten strings and with the lute with a solemn sound upon the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your works. You know when you're feeling down and you're starting to sing praises to God and you're starting to thank him, your spirit and your thinking starts to change. Without a doubt. That sadness starts to turn into joy. It does. Because now you're starting to remember who God is. I'm going to read this again. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your works. At the deeds of your hands I joyfully sing. How great are your doings, O Lord. Your thoughts are very deep. A man in his rude and uncultivated state knows not, neither does a self-confident fool understand this, that though the wicked spring up like grass and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are on high forever. Exactly. And you know, I, I, I've made it a practice to read Psalm 92 just about every morning. And let me continue it from here. I can't tell you how much it's done for me reading this the first thing in the morning when I'm really not ready to take on the day. And to continue with, with verse 9, it says, For behold, your adversaries, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All the evildoers shall be scattered. But my horn, emblem of excessive strength and stately grace, you have exalted like that of a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil that uplift. It's it's saying I'm really carried above and beyond now that I have you and I acknowledge you and I thank you. And, and it says, my eye looks upon those who lie in wait for me. My ears hear the evildoers that rise up against me. And the uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Be long-lived, stately, upright, useful, and fruitful. They shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon, majestic, stable, durable, and incorruptible. Oh, I just want to bring out what Tony is reading right now. Just by praying and thanking God for who he is and what he has done for you, even in the times that seem like they're the darkest, because you can always find something to thank him for if you look back over your life. But by doing that, look at how he's changing and renewing his mind. His whole mind, yes. And which in turn 
now is affecting his whole body. It is. And now he's looking at the, the likeness of the cedar in Lebanon, the majestic, stable, durable, and incorruptible, planted in the house of the Lord. They shall flourish in the courts of our God, growing in grace. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap of spiritual vitality and rich in the verdue of trust, love, and contentment. That means you're living in peace. Yes. So no matter how bad your circumstances may be that you are going through, God has given us this weapon of thanksgiving, being grateful. It is a weapon that you need to use because Satan tries to keep you looking at the dark side all the time. But here, look at what David is saying. Now you're standing upright like a wonderful, beautiful tree and strong. You're not weak anymore in the midst of your problem. And that verse 14, I just read that verdure, I guess, if I pronounced it right. Verdure, I think. It it means condition of health and vigor. Okay? You're standing up in health and vigor, trust, love, and contentment. And they are living memorials to show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. No unrighteousness in him. As you're reading these scriptures, you could just feel your whole body becoming stronger, that you could take on anything that comes your way because it, you know God is it with does. you. It does. It blows you away. And in my, my Bible, the application Bible, I can read part of the explanation here i I think we can do that right now Mm -hmm. to begin with all right the way it's explaining the psalm okay 92 is that during the thanksgiving holiday we focus on our blessings and express our gratitude to god for them but thanks should be in our lips daily and i do that and it helps so much every morning daily we can never say thank you enough to parents friends leaders and especially to god when making thanksgiving becomes an integral part of your life every day doesn't mean that well thursday november such and such we give thanks becomes a integral part of your life you will find that your attitude toward life will change you will become more positive gracious loving and humble and and i find that daily every day i make it a practice to read this over and over and over and it's the first thing that comes out of my mouth is the praise and thanksgiving and even if i haven't had a good night's sleep Even if I'm worried about how that day is going, I don't want to get out of bed. Wow, it makes me take that deep breath. Because we faced a lot in this year. It's been 
Oh, we won't even go there, but we always manage to come out on top. There's no doubt about it. Real quick, I want to remind you as as I come into this next segment here that if you miss this program, you can go to our website to get more information. You want to send us a check. We we appreciate it. If you think we are doing the work that is supposed to be done by the word then and it's blessing, we we thank you so much. We can use it. It's been a tough year. You you can mail it, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. Or you can just contact us, livingwithvictory at gmail.com. We want to get those praise reports. We want to hear what your needs are, what your praises are, what your comments are. We're, we're here for you. We're not here for us. We, we don't really need to do this. We want to do it just to show you what we've been through and how we've come out of it. We're more than happy to be transparent because we want to help. We know we've had to help, okay? So don't don't forget that. Now maybe I, I can read this, yes, all right? Now, in, in the comments, all right, the commentary on, on this Psalm 92, we were talking about the palm trees, and it says... Palm trees are known for their long life. To flourish like palm trees means to stand tall and to live long. The cedars of Lebanon grew to 120 feet in height and up to 30 feet in circumference. Wow. I mean, I know we have that white oak tree out back here and it's it's a mammoth circumference and I, I don't think it, it goes this this far. Thus they were solid, strong and immovable. Reading this psalm, you can be like those palm trees. That's what it's all about. Fill yourself. The psalmist saw believers as upright strong, unmovable by the winds of circumstance. They weren't moved. Those who would place their faith firmly in God can have this strength and vitality. It, it's true, but you, you have to fill yourself with it. You really have. Honoring God is not limited to young people who seem to have unlimited strength and energy. God bless them. It says, even in old age, hmm, okay, <laughs> devoted believers can produce spiritual fruit. There are many faithful older people who still have a fresh outlook and can teach us from a lifetime of serving God, seek out an elderly friend or relative who can tell you about their experiences with the Lord and challenge you to new heights of spiritual growth. Well, I guess being 
in my 70s, I can qualify for that. <laughs> and that's what we're doing, folks. We're not here to be on the radio. We're not here to be radio celebrities, television. I don't care what you call it. We're here to give you the benefit of those years and how we were able to cope and continue to do that. And we're willing to be transparent and say, hey, I fell and I didn't want to get up, but the Lord has grabbed me once again and I'm still standing, praise God. You mm -hmm. can too. It's not exclusive to us. It's not. And he's put us here for this purpose. Laureen and I are simply here to bless you with a life that we've had that had more valleys than you can imagine. Take it from its source. We're telling you it's doable because we made it to this point to be here telling you about it. The sword of the spirit is God's word. Knowing God's word because that, that word goes right to the marrow of the bone, the truth of it. And his word is alive. God's word is alive. It's not just words that you read off a page. His words are alive. They're truth. And they, they are there for us to take and to make it part of us, to bring it way down deep into our souls and to, to follow what they say to do. God knew when he gave that that uh, word in this psalm to pray with thanksgiving he knows the power of thanksgiving and satan knows the power of thanksgiving that's why he tries to get you not to say thank you because he knows that if he can keep you from saying thank you and being having a grateful spirit that you will always feel fear and anxiety and be within that that dark darkness but when you start saying lord you know when i was in this problem thank you because you did this this and this and i didn't understand it at the time but you brought me out of that maybe 20 years ago you know what, Lord? You did this, this, and this again, and, and thank you for that. And before you know it, you start thanking God for all of your blessings. It's called You'll never your, stop. <laughs> count your blessings. Yeah, right? The song, Count Your Blessing. But you will never stop. And, and when you start to count your blessings, you give Satan a black eye, and that's your goal. He has to let go. You begin to realize what a wonderful God we serve and hope begins to rise within us it does because you know he he has blessed us so many times over the years but satan's hold is breaking off of us and we actually can soar like eagles the way god intended he never intended you to be down and out you're you're the children of the king christ the king you you should be on the mountaintop you were born as a child of royalty. Remember that. You know, and, and our creative juices always start to flow. And the possibilities seem endless because we now realize 
that God is with us and has been with us all the while. And, and, and you know, even with us, you know, we, we've been more down and up in, in, in this year. But let me tell you, you know, reading these Psalms on a daily basis and really absorbing who God is and getting that spirit to fill you, his spirit, you know, we've done we've done a lot of things. We've changed the whole scope of, of the ministry when it comes to radio, but we're we're still here. We're still here to serve. And he's helping us every minute. Listeners are helping us with sending the support. We're rebuilding this structure and we're continuing to help because we get all kinds of mail in saying that we are helping and that blesses us. That's what we want. I know there's that old hymn, Count Your Blessings, okay? Name them one by one. This song, at times, I have to remember to sing this song. I'm going to tell you, there are times when I, I forget, you know, but when I start singing this song, the sky's the limit. Your thinking changes, your mood changes, the joy comes back, you feel stronger. The first verse goes, When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy? You are called to bear. Count your many blessings. Every doubt will fly. And you will keep singing as the days go by. Count your many blessings. We do want to wish you a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Yes, be thankful, and we are thankful for you. So till next time, God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Remember, we've got that Thanksgiving message coming to you. Look for it. And this is Tony. And Laureen. We love you. Jesus is your umbrella in the storm. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com and click on the PayPal button. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella. Sing in the